Welcome to episode 43 of Slackers Studio, the news! A podcast where two slackers tell you what's going on in the world. This week we're talking about... I forgot well, to fill that in, didn't I? Well, a lot, of, a lot of different things, but we will go into this. Mostly we start with our lives, gaming, movies, and then we move on to tech news. I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. Yeah, uh, normally I put three topics from the actual show notes in there, but I forgot. And I only just realised as Jack was reading the intro. And slacking. Um, I we always start off with a beer as mm. well. Now, um, Ed's been remiss to not have beer today. Yeah, I have However, literally a glass of water, but Jack has something very interesting. So what I have is you could you could almost call this a me catching up with Ed, but actually, so mm. him not drinking beer is not a bad thing, um, especially with twenty twenty one starting off. So London Beer Factory did this like coffee stout that I had not so long ago. Oh God, yeah. That was just one of the, my favourite things I've had. It's just incredible. It's like this tiramisu pudding stout, and it's just yep. oh, it's so good. Um, but Ed brought this beer onto the show. It's by London Beer Factory called Sour Solstice, and it's blood orange and cranberry sour, and it's a 4.8% volume beer. So London Beer Factory, progressive and independent beer crafted in southeast London. So it's, you know, local. Um, so Sour Solstice. This classic Berliner Weiss um, coincides with two solar phenomena and seasons. Tart cranberry with aromas of blood orange, balanced by the addition of lactose for increased body, reflects the contrasts of these two annual events. Refreshing, sharp, Moorish. Um, the malt is Pilsner and wheat. The additions are blood orange and cranberry. And the yeast is Brine 97. They even put that on there, which I think is amazing. Yep. So, serving size 330 millilitres. 4.8% and it's 1.6 units. So tell me about what your thoughts were when you first had this, Ed, before I... Okay, so I, I've had it a couple of times. Um, probably at least, I mean, at least twice, if not a handful of times. So it's also normally one of the most interesting cans that I've ever had because on the ones I've had, literally the entire top of the can comes off on a ring pull. But it doesn't seem like Jack's one does that. But basically, it's probably one of the... The least beer-like beers I've ever had. See what the colour is. I remember last time. Oh, yeah. I remember last time it was that, that cranberry colour. Yeah, it literally looks like cloudy cranberry juice is what it, it looks like. Um, man, yeah. so red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it literally is cloudy cranberry yep. juice. That is nuts. The smell of it. Yeah. The head yeah, of I'm quite the jealous beer. of your experience now because it's, um, it's a really good beer. The head of the beer also is pink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got half this over. <laughs> I mean, I tasted a tiny bit there, and already I can't wait to get a whole gulp. Right, it's fizzing down. He's going to do it. He's going to drink some beer. <laughs> oh, I really like that. Yep. Oh, I really like that. That is beautiful. It is really that good. It does not isn't taste it? like beer at no, all. No, not at all. No. Oh, God, that's wonderful. Water, malted barley, malted wheat. And I'm having this slightly chilled, by the way. So yeah, I've taken definitely. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's all settled. So the head has now completely gone. Um, the carbonation's yep. quite. It's not vigorous, um, but it's pr it is there. It's, I tell you what it's like. It's like putting one of those painkiller tablets in water and watching it fizz yeah it's kind of like that that's its 
fizzometer, I guess. Unless you get like the berry flavor, that's almost what it looks like as yeah. well. <laughs> I won't tell you how my water tastes. It tastes like water. Yeah, I, I'm going to buy more of that. Oh, I'm definitely going to buy more of that. It doesn't leave... It kind of leaves you um, with that kind of tanginess afterwards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a dry aftertaste. It just kind of leaves you wanting more of it. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's amazing. one of the few beers that I wish came in a four-pack. What did you give this rating? Oh, at least a four. I can't remember. We, I wish we'd written these things down. I know we've said this before. Oh, but... God. I think I'm going to have to give this a 4.5, if not a five. Yeah. I, I I'm really enjoying that. That is a beautiful beer. And it's a second beer from London Beer Factory that's not let me down. Excuse me. I'm 99% sure I've had that um, Terrace mm. one. I, I know I know exactly what you mean anyway. I, I'm sure yeah, I've had something else beautiful. as well. Um, also, Omnipolo. Um, mm. No, sorry. It's Buxton Brewery. Let me oh, rephrase yeah. that. Um, there's one called Kingslayer, which is an IPA that yes. I had. And I that's the next one I really want you to try. Because I keep on buying this stuff whenever I go back to Tesco's. Um, please buy it when you next see it. It's in a big yeah. green can. In fact, I can show it because... Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen it, actually. I, I think I know it's the green. can. Because because it's green, I actually uh, use it to um, yep. uh, water nice. my plant because yeah, it yeah, 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 cool. the greenness of the plant. Yeah, I can oh. definitely get that. Or I certainly... I'm pretty sure I can because I've seen that before in Jesco, so that, that, that should be fine. So now the head's completely gone and it is this... It is more cranberry coloured than it is that blood orange but it is yeah. just a, unless actually what's the color of blood orange it's, it's like a very very dark reddy orange um also oh, like yeah, the beer looks quite similar to the color of your curtains to me from your webcam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screenshot yep yeah. it really does i'm gonna put that in there um so <laughs> what am we gonna do before we move on is i'm gonna yeah. go and give it a taste profile and then we'll move on with the rest of the show yeah, thing, just because when you i find that when we kind of uh, discover these things on the show and that's something which i've always really enjoyed about doing this is that when i when i was 18 and you first start drinking yeah i remember all my friends went straight for the cheap stuff um but when i got my first job i think the first day i actually picked up was hobgoblin um that sounds likely and it kind of went from there really i just started bringing beer home my mum quickly thought I was becoming an alcoholic but <laughs> I just like tasting different beer and getting the buzz off of it that you do from beer I wouldn't say as heavy as a buzz as uh, Mr. President was the other week but that's something that's that's something different this is a sour I can smell the sourness before you even drink any of it but mm. it's sour but it's so pleasant it's such a pleasant it isn't isn't chlorine, if that makes no, sense. Absolutely. I, I could not agree more. It's it is a really, really good bit. It's so so drinkable. Oh, I need like a four pack of those. Anyway, yeah, so before before I annoy Ed any more, I think we should probably head on with the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Or right. he'll just get so angry he'll go down yeah, and I'm very himself jealous. One. Um yeah. I really need to do that. Um oh, all right, so I also didn't put any notes in for this week, but I'll just sum it up in the fact that I've been kind of not doing a whole lot at all um i went for a ride today so today is friday i went for my first ride of the week today um Hi. which is not ideal as i've for the last week or so i haven't really been riding because i've somehow slightly injured my achilles tendon thing on my right yeah. leg and it's 
I've been trying to rest it, but that hasn't helped. So I just said fuck it and rode anyway because it. And that was. I mean, it's still sore, but it, it didn't seem to make it any worse. So maybe I just need to carry on doing stuff. But I, I don't know. So that was kind of all I've done this week. I've walked the dogs a few times. Um, I finally washed my car. That was exciting. Um, but that's that's literally been the highlight of my week. Um, I don't think we've we've watched more Agents of Shield. Um, and that's that's literally it. What what have you been up to? To be fair, I've kind of had a similar bored week. I mean, this is kind of um, lockdown one hundred and one for anyone yeah. who's listening out from the states. We can't do anything. You know, uh, uh, cinema's closed. Can't go to the pub. There's nothing really that we could do on a Friday night. Um, so yeah, what We're I have done though, one of my yeah, well we are recording a podcast and that is something that's true. Um, I've been playing Mordhau again. However, I've been playing with a clan. So there was a clan. Um, I kind of had this character in this game that was uh, always dressed up as a Roman. So I limited myself by using a shield, a spear, and maybe through through um, a few. Let me get that right. Throwing javelins. Few yep. throwing javelins. <laughs> um, but this this like group picked me up, and I haven't been in a clan since I played Team Fortress Two. So I was like, yeah, bugger it, why not? I just jumped online with them, like really social. Like all we do is we go into a server. Every one of us on the team is dressed as Romans, or we have builds. So if you want to be a, right. uh, an archer, we've got a build for your archer guys. Um, and we just swamp servers, and you can see how salty people get. Because we all arrive in a big bunch and we're all quite coordinated and they're all randomers and they're trying to but it's just hilarious no one's shouty it's no it's not serious or anything it's just like oh you know jack got his head cut off but he managed to take out the guy that was on the horse that was you know <laughs> running around it's just i'd never experienced that game from that perspective with that sort of fun like um it just kind of breathed new life into it and it was really exciting and fun and something that i definitely kind of look out for they usually do events every other night they also teach people who are new to the game, I thought this was awesome, uh, tactics and how to use the spear and the shield. Right. So you can do this thing where you can like move your character back, bring the shield for a stab, but you actually hide the tip of the spear behind the shield and then it comes through really a lot quicker. So you stab your opponent with a quicker time. Yep. So there's all these little things of being able to get around the actual animation that the game has. Um, or utilizing it as a group or moving as a group or even formation. Yeah. So if there's like a, I saw this amazing bit where they had this, um, again, I'm sorry to pick on cavalrymen, but this one horse was coming by. They're real art. They're a real nightmare in Mordhau. They went past and all these guys did was kind of, instead of being like a shield wall, they had this one single column and they all just started launching javelins and eventually they took him off of the horse. And it was just so cool to see, but yeah, it just breathed new life into a game that I already loved. And, um, and I'm playing with really poor internet, so when you do get those moments of good internet, it is so much fun, and that's kind of... I would say that's that alongside sort of Warcraft at times has kind of kept me afloat during the board times, because as much as I love my work, um, you do need a break from it. Yeah. But being stuck inside the house can also sometimes be an enemy of its own. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um... I, I like being outside, but we can't be outside and, you know, we're only exercising once a day. So my my ride is it and I tend to be out for as long as I can be. But I'm pretty I, I'm quite annoyed, actually, to be honest, um, because after not riding for a, maybe 10 days properly, I definitely felt that I lost some fitness that I had built up, which was very frustrating. Yeah, um, but 
it's fine. I'm going to go riding again tomorrow and then hopefully on Sunday as well. So we'll, I just pick it up again. It's just it's one of those things. It's f frustrating, but it, it'll be fine. I've got, I've got nothing else to do, so. I kind of feel that. I went to, um, there's a hill that I can walk past um, <clears throat> and you can go up the side of it. And by the time I reached the top, my asthma was really kicking in again. Mm. And I was like, well, I really don't need this right now. Why is this happening? Um, so I decided that when I do move, I, I actually know the area that I'm moving to quite well. Yeah. So I'll actually be able to find my own jogging paths as well that won't be completely laden with mud or other people. Yep. Um, and that's not an excuse, but <clears throat> I do need to kind of get that back up and running. And with Lent kind of approaching, that's also going to take a big part of that as well. Um, but of, of course, with moving, uh, another thing that I put down on my uh, thing for this week is getting two yeah. screens back. Um, yes. I realise how much I missed that, how much I missed the space, and also my chair. My uh, friend Slackers Morgan got himself one of those really cool uh, cookies and cream gaming chairs. Right, And yep. it looks wonderful. And uh, I can't wait to get my Herman Miller Aeron back, because I want to be able to recline back in it. I want my butt to be comfy. And at the moment, I'm literally sitting on an old wooden chair that... Well, I'm, I'm also doing the, the same. Squeaking. I can't hear the squeaking, but maybe your like local recording will pick it up. But mine. Awful. <laughs> I just I want that chair back, man. It's my it's doing my back in, it's doing my butt in, and yeah. I've only got a week to wait. Um, but otherwise, uh, trying to kind of like slow down in the evenings. I'm reading a new book, which is yeah. Troy, which is written by Stephen Fry. So it's oh Fry. yeah okay Stephen Fry Stephen Fry, um, it's really good. The only weird thing about this book so far. Is that he keeps on in the small, you know, like he'll put like a little star or an asterisk yeah, yeah. next to something and it'll say, tell you more about it down the bottom. He actually refers to his other books. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, stop plugging oh, your really? merch in your book. Can you please stop plugging your merch in your book? I get that you want to kind of say, if you want to hear more about this, go to this book. But just tell me in small summary what's going on on the page. To me, um, like, I would annoying. put that bit like as an afterword basically like just yeah. put, put it at the end and go hey so if you wanted to know more about x i also have this thing but just put it all together at once not, not like that's weird annotations yeah. and stuff like that i don't know okay otherwise it's pretty fun yeah i've it. actually been reading as well um just going through the horus heresy series again so that's basically a well i imagine it's over 40 books now at the moment but i'm on book 32 um, but in the last month or so, I've read. I, this is the third one I'm on. So we went through that phase of neither of us reading anything, and I've read a lot more these days, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's been it, really. Um, shall we move on to this week in gaming? Yeah, because I think this first one, I actually saw this. Yeah. Um, before I put, I saw you put it in the show notes. Um, so it's a really good thing to jump into and actually talk about. I reckon. All right, so um, CD CD Project Red apologize and release a plan. Now to elaborate on that, so obviously these are the guys that made Cyberpunk um, and the various disasters that came along with its launch. Um, but basically, their CEO is it the CEO? No, the co-founder, and I honestly cannot say his name. Mar Marcin M A R C I N Iwinski. Oh. I think so. Um, sure, we'll go with that. Um, basically, he released um, an apology video today, um, and he apologised for the state of uh, Cyberpunk 2077, 
on consoles in a video today alongside a vague roadmap for updating the game throughout 2021. He says, um, the console version of Cyberpunk 2077, why do I struggle with that so much? 2077 did not meet the quality standard we wanted to meet. I and the entire leadership team are deeply sorry for this, and the video is me publicly owning up to that. Please don't fault any of our teams for what happened. Which is fair enough. Um, basically, uh, <laughs> they were too ambitious with the PC version. Which yes. then, when ported to the like PS4 and Xbox, basically meant it was just far too much of a game for them to make any sense of. So, but then if yeah. you think about it, I find it incredible because um, you think of uh, Geralt Rivia in yeah. The Witcher, also CD CD Projekt Red. Mm -hmm. I remember being in Amsterdam and we saw a pop up shop entirely yeah, dedicated. Yeah to the witcher merch and i didn't even really know the series and it was massive in poland yeah i knew that all my friends have been playing it and i'd been too busy playing skyrim and uh kingdom come deliverance um i think to really get into the witcher 3 and i knew it was a massive time sink but i did ultimately know that it was a good fun um i watched the series on netflix when it came out i know that's not a caveat for the books for anyone that does love the books i totally reckon those are amazing read and probably better than the show whatever as usually mm. is with books and films but they did such a good job on The Witcher, I almost feel like there was public pressure for them to push out Cyberpunk. And... Yes. It really upsets me that that's what's happened. Is that... These developers haven't put the foot down and just said, you know what, no. Let's not do this. Um, you know, I don't want to have to push this out. Assassin's Creed Valhalla had the exact same problem. Right. They chucked it out and there was issues. Every the, All these big AAA games that are coming out at the moment seem to be rushed out the door because they've had a certain amount of years on it. However, the problem is, when you think about it, all the games that are being made nowadays are being made with better engines, with more content being put in them. We want more, we want more, we want more art, we want more yep. cool music, we want more, all this stuff. All of that takes time. You know, the Unreal demo tour uh, thing that oh we saw. Oh my god, that was amazing, yeah. Yeah, now you imagine that was only a short demo. Imagine an entire game of that and how long that'll take a 3D artist potentially to do that with as many yeah, as they might have. Long these games are going to start to turn into almost film-like proportions with the amount of staff that will be working on them. They already have, of course, with AAA titles, but um, people are going to start to get to the point where they are not going to buy this anymore. They're just going to get... Like, I mean, I still haven't bought Cyberpunk because I'm going to wait no, to in a place that it's going to be in a good state. And it's, it's not as bad as EA's treatment of... Um, Battlefront 2, which by the way, anyone listening, Battlefront 2 is currently available free on the Epic Game Store, so get it. Is it? Get it now, yeah. Whilst it's there, you just have to log in and you can get it for yourself, so go for it. I don't know if it's just like a weekend thing, but I got it and it seems to be there to play. Um, cool. Just go for it. Epic Game Store is great for free games. But CG Project Red, um, I do feel like they had so, they had, there's so much. I mean, can you remember the hype? that we had going into this. You're talking to me about the cars, about all the extra yeah. stuff. Now we've seen it, it feels very, it feels like it falls flat. Um, very. A, lot of, a lot of people were worried about, oh, the graphics aren't as great as we actually wanted them to be. They're not really there. And, you know, we also hear Elder Scrolls are now coming out, Bethesda are now coming out with something, an Indiana Jones game or some crap. Um, I think it's Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. So Bethesda. Indiana, yep, Indiana Jones game, yeah. Xbox exclusive, Lucasfilm's games and Bethesda announce. But then you've also got the big task of 
doing what they did with Skyrim and Oblivion. Oblivion, of course, had the Radiant system, which uh, was an AI system, which wasn't the best. Skyrim, of course, was a multi-seller. They even made so yeah. many different versions of it, including the special version, blah, blah, blah. I am going on in a bit of a tangent here, but what the main crux of my argument is, I think it is really good to see Project uh, CD Projekt Red apologise for this, and I know that they're going to make this game good eventually. It's going to be very much like No Man's Sky. I think they're yes. going to turn it around and they're going to crush it. But why did these games have to be released in this state in the first place? Yeah. It's beyond me. And I think No Man's Sky is a brilliant comparison, um, which, by the way, I still really enjoyed way back when, and I occasionally enjoy now. Um, but I think this is worse, honestly. Um, I, I don't know. Like like you said, we, we aren't playing it, um, and I strongly thought I was going to, but I, I haven't, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a very strange thing. It'll be interesting to see what happens next. But the thing to point out is that they talk about, oh, we're going to fix the bugs and here's our plans for this and there's these hot fixes and this, that and the other. But what they haven't mentioned anything about at all is the fact that the AI is about as useful as a soggy bit of cardboard. Like, there's nothing going on with the, with the AI. The, the sort of the pathing for general npcs um like the people driving random cars is useless they are on a fixed path if it deviates from that it's just broken the yep. the police is completely useless they'll just spawn wherever they do it's not balanced in any way um anybody who's ever played gta in some way particularly gta 5 that is a sensible way to have a policing system work it's nothing like that in, in cyberpunk um they're not mentioning when they're going to fix these they're just talking about patch 1.1 or patch 1.2 in a vague time at some point this year, along with free DLCs, whatever that means. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can only hope it gets better, but like you, I'm not buying it yet because there's no point in me playing it like it is. I'm not playing it as it is, but also the fact that people put in the money they do for these titles, you expect a certain thing out of them. Yeah. Um, and this is what always annoys me with titles such as FIFA. Don't get me wrong, I've I, I haven't bought FIFA yeah. in the last three years. But I used to buy it all the time to play FIFA squads with my mates and Yeah. It was like forty quid, fifty quid a pop for the same excuse my language, but the same fucking game with yep. updated player textures and oh this year we added something to the fans in the stadium so they will go all limb like and blah 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 but it doesn't actually change a damn thing. The exact the gameplay might be slightly different or slightly nuanced, but it's the exact same thing. Um, but they're asking for 40, 50 quid. They're safe yeah. because it's pretty much the same game apart from a few career modes or something that yeah. they tag in or a storyline they did one one year. And I get it. For anyone who enjoys those games, I'm not pissing on your bonfire, but if, if you pay that much money for something, you expect something from it. Those guys will pay it because they want to play Ultimate Teams or the guys that are playing Madden want to be able to have a solid, smooth game. Yeah. If you buy this game and you spend that much money on it, you know, I see people spending loads for transfers and realm transfers and Warcraft that could cost upwards of 30 quid. That's like a game. But if they then do that and they spend months and months and months on that character, that's just as much as buying a game that doesn't work, which you then put down because it doesn't bloody work. So I can't fault them for it anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason. Uh, I don't know. I, anyway, it's depressing we're talking about this one. So moving on... Um... <laughs> There is something I don't understand about Minecraft. Yeah, so let me talk to you about this. So 
there's a big community on the internet called speedrunning, and it's something I've only really been aware about in the last few years. It's yeah. been around for a long time, and it's about people who are so good at these games that they're playing old games like Mario 64 and completing them in five minutes. You know, doing all the key things, finding little bugs in the native game. So they're not like changing the game files to cheat. They're just actually playing it like in stupid, funny ways of bugging through walls and stuff. Yeah. However, this is the big one. So this is what piqued my interest. People playing Mario 64 blindfolded. <laughs> right. They are playing this game blindfolded, listening to audio cues to open doors. It's actually incredible to watch. So dream blindfold uh, run. Oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's nothing to do actually with uh, dreams blindfold run. So that's another guy. So I did watch a video where this guy was um, this this person who actually does blindfolded runs was explaining how this other guy was faking it because how could he know where he is by the time he's reached X position? He will not know where he is. There's no reference. There's no audio cue. There's no point of reference to tell him where he is in the game. Therefore, yeah. he's cheating. Well, the same thing happened with this guy called Dream, who was a popular Minecraft speedrunner. Yeah. So he had his world records removed after officials concluded that cheating was involved. So this guy has 15.4 million subscribers. Most of his videos are hitting 20 to 60 million. So the guy's rolling in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's usually thanks to his speedrunning video. So the ac accusations came from 2020, uh, last year in October who reported seeing high RNG drops from key items in a run submitted um, the same run that placed fifth of the world uh, leaderboard. So I think you need certain items to keep on going. And if these high RNG items keep dropping, maybe there's a chance that there's luck. However, the accusation was that he was tampering with the game to get better luck. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to so, clarify what RNG is, it's a random number generator. Yeah, so it's a random random roll on a drop of something that you might get or might not get. Yep. So that's a really good story. Thank you for describing that. Um, so what happened then is Minecraft speedruns are officiated by a team. Uh, in December, they released a 29-page long research paper accompanying the YouTube video summarizing the two-month investigation. It's a thorough report um, yeah. and, you know, it basically, you know, went through the luck. They even had like a graph of this guy's luck and seeing how it was. Um, so they said they found that in Dreams runs, he successfully barters for an Ender Pearl 42 out of the 262 times and collected 211 blaze rods out of 305 mob kills, which is just under 70% instead of the usual 50%. In short, he was getting a much higher percentage of important item drops than you would expect, even with good luck. So, taking into account sampling bias, whatever the hell that means, they yeah. found the likelihood of Dream getting the drops he received <laughs> is 1 in 177 billion chances of his um, success trades. Yeah. So, I'd say that's quite big. Um, yeah. And ultimately, that's what happened. So, he, considering you know, the amount of people this person has um, as his subscribers, guess what his reaction was? He disagreed mm, with them. Of course. Funny that. Yeah. You know, funny that. So um, both parties have come to accept the other's views, but um, essentially that's what happened. So it's a big problem with community because cheating in the um, speedrunning community is a massive offense because 
these guys spend so much time to get this right. If you ever watch, and I'll link a video in fucking sour bit afterwards of the world record um, Mario uh, speed run because it is actually really incredible to watch. Do it, share it. Fitness in general. Sorry, guys, you're gonna have to hear me. I think this is the right one. Let's see what the people are saying. Anyway, yeah, this guy completed um, Super Mario Bros. in just under five minutes, I think it was. Hey, Slackers, editor, I'm just jumping in here. Uh, so basically, that's the end of the show, unfortunately. Uh, through For various reasons, we, we lost Craig, um, who basically he is a bot that records our show through Discord. We also each individually record our shows locally, so Jack records his end and I record my end. Nine times out of ten, I use the local recordings because it's much better quality and I don't have any sort of dropout from internet connection issues that I get with Craig. Now, halfway through the show, we got disconnected from Craig and I decided that, hey, that wasn't a problem. We'll just use the local recordings. Turns out, um, Jack's recording was done through his webcam microphone, which honestly sounds like a pack of screeching dinosaurs. Um, it's pretty bad. So unfortunately, there is no saving it because Craig is no more. And we've then would just have me talking to myself for the rest of the show. So that's that for this week. Um, we will. It's probably unlikely that we're going to be back next week. Both Jack and I are moving within the next couple of weeks. Jack's kind of towards the end of next week. I'm the week after that. There may be a chance that we get something in sort of towards the sort of, I don't know, 25th of January or something like that, just before I move, but we will see. Um, I will try and put a mini-sode out, but in the meantime, thanks for bearing with us, and we'll be back soon. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.